What's up? What's up with it? You're listening to the Bad Cow Podcast, where no cow is too big and no beef is too small. I'm your host, Lindsay May Be Bad. This show features adult content and adult language, so listener discretion is advised. When I'm good, I'm very good. But when I'm bad, I'm better. What's up? What's up with it, everybody? Welcome to the Bad Cow Podcast show. First things first, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to the returning listeners who came back, the new listeners who stopped by. You both chose to have me in your speakers today, and I really appreciate it. As always, I hope you enjoy today's badness. Here we go. What's up? What's up with it? So today, you know, I think we all know like at least one person who be talking so much shit, who bitches about everything as if their shit don't stink, right? Irritating. Don't nobody want to be around those people. So today, I thought I'd humble myself with you guys and, and share, share a little story about myself when I was not at my, <laughs> wasn't on my A game. I'll just say that, okay? Um, I was thinking about titling this episode, Row, Row, Row Your Nope. Um, I don't know if it's still going to be that, but if it is, and you notice that it was, this is why it's that. And tell you a story about uh, me and my son's adventures with boats. Now, anybody who knows me, I've probably told this story too. It's one of my favorite stories to tell, actually. I don't mind telling people about one of my dumbass moments. This one, this one got like three chapters to it though. So it's, it's a novel of dumb moments. Um, so back when my son was about four, I was a single mom for a long time and I loved it. I didn't have to share. I didn't want to deal with nobody else or how to parent. I wanted to do it all by myself and that was fine. Um, worked out, worked out well, I think. I mean, there were times when it was hard, but I preferred it. I ended up preferring it over the other option, which was having a family with an asshole. So, you know, single mom was cool. But you know, there's some downsides. Um, my son started picking up, a, like, you know, he started picking up his bags like they were purses. He started trying to curl his hair with a curling iron, even though he already had curly hair. I mean, all he had as a model was a woman. And I'm scared that he's going to be that kid that sits down to pee and gets made fun of. So, so I wanted to incorporate some more traditionally male activities, you know? Um, one that I thought was going to be just rip-roaring fun was fishing. I thought we could go fishing, right? But for those of you who have four-year-olds... They don't sit still very well, and it's probably not the best activity for them. But I'm stubborn. We're going to make this work, right? So we go fishing. We got the poles. We buy the bait. We pick a spot. We drive out there. Cast it. Son pulls it out of the water. Cast it. He can't help but pull it back out of the water. Cast it. Kid, you got to leave it. You got to leave it so the fish come. You just keep yanking it out the water. They're going to know that it's a trick. Like, you got to sit. You got to be patient. You got to wait until you see the pole bounce a little bit, you know? Wait. Yeah, right. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. So he's not going to sit there and wait. And even if I do convince him to leave his pole in the water, he's not going to sit there and watch it. No, no. We're catching lizards. We're picking up other shit now. It wasn't working out. And I just, I knew that if he caught a fish, then he would be into it. Then he would be focused. He would be, you know, lasered in on that pole and letting it sit and waiting for something to bite. I just got to get him to sit still long enough, right? How the hell do I do that? Because unless I like want to seatbelt him into the little camping chair we brought on some like borderline, you know, 
<laughs> abuse type shit. I got to think of something else. I got to think of a way to keep my son sitting still. Ooh, I got it. I got it. A boat. Can't go nowhere on a boat. Where are you going to go, kid? You going to walk off into the water? Nope. Nope. Can't do that. You got to sit your ass down and stay still. You got to. We're in the middle of the water. You got to. Good thinking, Lenny. Right? So, hop on Craigslist. Looking for somebody who's selling a used boat, right? There's, there's this guy. He's out in Santa Rosa. He's selling his old, it's like a tin boat. Like, you know, a real classic looking little tin boat. It's cute. So cute. Me and my kid are going to look so cute in it. But I tell him, I'm like, hey, bruh, um, I want to buy that boat. He's selling it for like 400 bucks, right? I was like, I want to buy it. Can you bring it to me in Fairfield? He was like, no problem. Okay. So now side note, just, you know, this isn't just going to be a story that includes a funny story about when I was dumb. It's also going to give you a couple little life, life lessons. Okay. One of them is going to be, don't ever underestimate a single mom. Okay. Don't fuck with them. They're already going through hell and back. Be straight up about your, your, your shit. Especially if you're selling them something, don't fuck with them. Cause you never know what the fuck they have up their sleeve. That'll get you to, to have to be held accountable for your actions. That's your first lesson. Don't mess with us. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a tool on how to not be messed with in this situation. Okay. That's one of the life lessons. So dude comes down, he's got the boat with him. I'm living at my parents' house at the moment. Um, my dad's like not thrilled about me buying this boat, but oh, you know what? Let me, I'll get there. I'll get to that point. Right now, I'm just looking at the boat. The guy's got the boat. I'm looking at it over, you know, it looks like there's no, I mean, I don't know what to look for. It's a boat. There's no motor or anything. It's just a little rowboat, a little row tin boat. Got like a little camouflage leap design on the bottom, which my son thought was so cool. Cause then the fish won't even see us coming, he said. <laughs> right, so I'm talking to the guy and I tell him, all right, look, dude, check it out. Tell me everything I need to know about a boat. Even if you think it's an obvious thing, even if you think it's something that shouldn't have to be, you know, verbalized, tell me. Because it's going to be me and my child out there don't want to die. Please tell me everything I need to know about this boat. And he's like, well, you know, you just put it in the water and that's about it. Cool. All right, cool. Well, sweet. Thanks for bringing it. Sounds like a deal. Handshake. Here's the money. Pew. See you, guy. <sighs> okay, so... Like I stated a second ago, I'm living at my parents' house at the time. My dad is not thrilled that I just bought this freaking boat. Because even though it's like a little tin boat, it's still kind of big. There's nowhere to put it in the house. Or, I mean, you know, there's nowhere to store it at my house. So he's, he's, not, he's not happy. He doesn't know why I did that. I don't need to do that. You know, my dad, when I ask him for help on anything, you don't need to do that, Lindsay. Yeah. Well, fine. I don't need you anyways. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go rent a U-Haul to move this damn thing. And then I'm going to go rent a storage space to store it. How about that? Need you for nothing, right? So that's exactly what I do. Next day, I go rent a U-Haul for about, you know, I don't know, 200 bucks or 100, 150, something for that little box truck. And then I go and rent a storage space. I think like the first month was a dollar, so I only had to pay like 15 bucks that day. But it was going to be like 100 something dollars afterwards. So I go and take care of all the bells and whistles, you know, cross my T's, dot my I's. We ready to rock and roll. This boat's kind of heavy though, right? So it was kind of a bitch getting it into the truck by myself. But I don't need nobody help. So even if I got to break my arm and sweat off my ass, we're going to do it. So I put it in the little boat, or I put it in the truck. But before we go and put it in storage, 
Fuck that. We want to go use this shit right now, today. Right? So me and my son, we get our life jackets. We get our fishing gear. We get all ready. We're all excited. We drive out to this little part of the Delta that's out here. Pretty windy. Pretty rough. Probably wasn't the best place to go. But we're going to try. Because it's the only place I really know that has a boat launch that's close. Right? So we do just that. And I struggle. I, first, I back up to the boat launch like you're supposed to do. And then I struggle getting this thing out of the thing, out of the, I, I, it's hard. This boat is heavy, okay? It's freaking metal, solid, big old boat for me and my son to fit in. <sighs> and you know, I'm a mom, so I bring a cooler and I bring towels and I bring band-aids and I bring every other goddamn thing we don't need, really. But, I mean, we kind of needed all that, but I'm sure I was an excess at somewhere in my packing. That's just how moms are, because you never know, Right? So we put our life jackets on. We ready. We get in the boat. We push off. All of a sudden, like the boats start like taking on a little bit of water. I'm looking at the boat and I'm thinking to myself, mm, well, maybe that's normal. You know, maybe it's a little bit of water is fine, right? Then it start taking on a lot of water. And then we hear these dudes who are fishing from the pier say, hey, your boat's sinking. Fuck. God damn it. All right, Jipper, get the oars. We got to row back. We're barely even, we're not even that far off the, the boat dock. We didn't get that far. Now, what the hell? It's not like we tipped this thing. We didn't even like really like lean it at all getting into it. Like, what the hell? Why is there water? What? And if you thought the boat was heavy without water in it, <laughs> I can't lift it with water in it. So for all I know, that boat that I'm talking about right now is still at the bottom of the Delta by the boat launch out here. Okay, that's, all, that's the last I saw it. I didn't have time to get it registered or nothing. I'm pissed, right? I am fucking pissed. Why did this boat take on water? So I still got the guy's number, right? Because we, we communicated via phone. Called him, I'm like, bro, what gives? I paid you $400 for this boat. I went and paid money for a truck to move it and a storage space to store it. Why the hell did it take on water? And he, And you know what he tells me? He said, oh, well, you didn't get a plug? What? No, motherfucker. I didn't know boats needed plugs. Remember that part where I was telling you, even if it's obvious, can you tell me, can you fill me in? And that would have been the part where you piped up about the goddamn plug. This isn't a bathtub. I didn't know it needed a plug. The hell? Why, why are boats made with plugs? Who the hell wants a... <laughs> a plug should be there in, like, you know... For, for an emergency in case the bowl, the hole, blah, 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 in case the boat gets a hole. The boat shouldn't just come with a hole. What kind of dumbass design flaw is that? I'm sure there's some kind of reason for it that I don't know of and I sound like an idiot now, but at, at that current point in time, it did not add up. And this motherfucker was acting like I should have known. And you know what he tells me that really was the kicker? He's like, well, that's like a $5 fix, bitch. And it could have cost you nothing to tell me about it. I'm gonna need my money back, buddy. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, that was your fault. You didn't get the plug. Brad, check it out. Be cool. Be decent. Come bring me my money. Because me and my child were both in that boat. You're lucky we're not swimming and floating around in the Delta for somebody to find our bodies. Dick. And he's acting like he's not going to give it back. So check it out. This is what I did. This is the life lesson. This is why you don't fuck with moms. I'm resourceful, man. I'm going to find you. I will find you. And I don't even have to go anywhere farther than, than standing in the room that I'm at with my phone to find you. So there's this website, this is my favorite website. Anybody I meet, 
I tell them about this website because I love this website. It's the best background check website ever. And this is not sponsored, no nothing. This is just from my own little heart. Love this website. It's called Been Verified. Some of you might have heard of it. It's the best. It will tell me every goddamn thing about you. All I need to look you up is either your phone name, your phone number. Shit, I think I can even look people up by like their license plate number. You can look them up by their business where they work. You can look them up by their address. Any kind of piece of information you got about a person, enter it in. It's going to tell you everything. And I mean everything. It's going to tell me your address that you currently live at. And then it's going to tell me your last 10 addresses. It's going to tell me where you're employed and your last five places of employment. It's going to tell me your relatives, your associates, your neighbors. It's going to tell me your phone numbers, your email addresses, your social media. It's going to tell me everything. If you've had a bankruptcy, a criminal record, everything. Everything. It's going to tell me. So Joe Blow, who thought he wasn't going to give me my money back, I entered his number in there quick. And all of a sudden, now I got every piece of information I have, or I can, get on this guy, right? Because he's dumb. He thought I was dumb, so that makes him dumb. Because I'm not dumb. I might have been misinformed about a boat, but I'm not dumb and I'm going to show you how not dumb I am. So one way to like really spook somebody, tell them what their mom's name is. And that's what I do. I text him. I'm like, look, bro, you can either be decent. And I forget what his mom's name was, but we're just going to say it's Sue. Okay. I said, you can either be decent or I can show up at Sue's house for my money. You let me know. Whatever's easiest. And then I wait like maybe a minute or two. And he calls me quick. Well, you know, you don't have to be a threatening. Involved. I'm not threatening. I was giving you options. Options aren't threatening. Those are options. Should I, should I show up at whatever her address is? Or should I come to your place? Tell me. Tell me how we can make this work. That's not a threat. That's an option. Anyways, after all that, he showed it bring me my money back. He's lucky I didn't charge him for the freaking truck and like trailer and all that. I, I was trying to be cool. I should have charged you all the money I was out. But instead, I'm just going to charge you for the boat, dick. So that was our first boat, okay? Second boat, we don't quite have the funds we had for the first boat. And honestly, I don't want to go through all that hassle of having somewhere to store it, this, that. So we go to Walmart. We're looking around. You know what? They got some pretty decent inflatable boats. Let's try one of these motherfuckers. They can hold like 700 pounds. I had no idea. All you got to do is pump the thing up and you're ready to go. So we do just that. It was like 70 bucks. Went and got a little $70 blow up. Thing. went out to the same delta which was dumb that was this part this time it was stupid because it was really windy that day and we're trying to roll we're trying to roll and i keep I like there's a couple times where i like smack my kid in the face with the oar because he's just dicking around and oh shit sorry kid sit down be still be cool i'm like dying i'm out of breath do you know how hard it is to roll a boat <sighs> pretty hard you need you need a muscle person with you to row that boat because because Single mom who eat donuts all the time, we're not getting nowhere. We're like barely even getting off the shore. But because the wind is so strong, we have now blown so far away from the boat dock. Damn it. But we're not even, we're not even off the bank. Like, we can't fish here. We just keep hitting the rocks and shit. Damn it. But now I can't row us back to the dock. God damn it. All right, kid. I'm going to push up to these rocks and I'm going to hold the boat still. I need you to climb out and sit down. Don't move. If you move, I will choke you. So he does that. He understands when I'm serious. He sits down. I pass him the little, you know, because I still brought the cooler, the towels, the every goddamn thing, right? I, I like try to hand it all to him. Then I get out and then I go to pull the raft out of the water. Big ass gust of wind comes at the same time. <laughs> Blew away. 
The goddamn boat blew the hell away right over my head. Watching it sail away like a kite. What? Ah! <sighs> that was unfortunate. Now the third one, and the most dramatic, might I add. <sighs> this one was fun. Okay, so. Me and my son, we're going to try it one more time. We're going to go get the same inflatable boat, because other than it blowing away, it worked pretty well. It blew up pretty easy. We fit in it. We didn't sink in it. It held a lot. Let's do that again. And it was affordable. So we go and buy another inflatable boat. And we're going to have to go to that same little body of water as, as we've been going to. So we know that we're not good rowers. So we go to YouTube. That's where we find our solutions, YouTube. And you know what we see on YouTube? We see this guy who made a propeller for his boat with nothing but a metal rod, a hand drill, and a little homemade propeller, right? A little pew, pew, pew fan thing that goes on the end of the rod. So what you do is, is you attach the little fume, fume, fume onto the end of the rod, and then you put the rod in your cordless hand drill, and you just, and you're off, off and away. We can do that, Jippy. <laughs> I mean, this home improvement time, I'm gonna be Tim, the tool man, Taylor, and we are gonna figure this out. I can do that, Jippy, I can do that. Give me, give me, give me an hour, I can do that. And I do. I made a pretty damn good propeller, I thought. Except we don't have a metal rod just lying around. Like, but we had a broomstick. An old wooden broomstick. Well, that's easy. I'll just put a little, you know, drill bit in the drill and then just screw, screw it into the wood and we'll be good. So I did just that. Now, by the time my third boat came around, so did my boyfriend. And so I'm asking him to take us out to this little delta area so we can go do this boat thing. He's not, he's not, in, he doesn't support it. He, he knows this is dangerous and he's really trying his best to convince me the way out there that we don't need to do this. We shouldn't be doing this. And I'm looking at him like, don't tell me that one more time, doubter. I'm so sick of everybody doubting me. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> and he's nervous. He's nervous the whole ride out there. He's nervous when he lets us out the car. He's not getting in the boat because he knows better. I mean, my son get in the boat and he's nervous. He's not going to go sit in the car and wait. He's watching us the entire time from the bank. And thank God he was because he was right. We start, to, we start to push off, right? First time I put the little drill propeller into the water, yeah, fucking stick with the propeller part falls off. Damn it! I fish it out of the water real quick. And I tried, to, I tried to drill it back in so fast that it missed and I drilled a hole in my hand. <sighs> that was painful. But I'm telling you, Pain takes a backseat to embarrassment and stubbornness because I'm not even going to cry. I'm not going to wash it. We're not even going to act. We're just going to act like that didn't happen. It's fine. I'm fine. Big ass hole in my hand and this nasty ass delta water all around us. I'm surprised I didn't catch some kind of tetanus something. We're fine. We're going to keep going. Don't you worry about it, boyfriend. We're going to keep going. We're going. Watch us go. So we did. We just went. Damn stick fell off again. And this time when I tried to redrill it, I drilled it back in there. Or no, what it was was... <laughs> tried to re-drill it <sighs> popped a hole in the boat great great I remember told you guys like this area was pretty windy shit so now the boat is deflating we are blowing down the delta luckily this boat it's got like the safety feature where it's got two two places that holds the air there's the little donut thing that goes around it, which is what I didn't pop. And then there's the bottom of the boat. That's the part I popped, right? So luckily, 
We still got this little donut thing around us that's holding us up. I told my son, lay flat and don't move. Shit. Mind you, it's like 7.30 at night. Because I had to wait until my boyfriend got home. So it's his fault. I'm just kidding. <laughs> had to wait until the boyfriend got home. So it's like 7.30. It's dark now. And you know what? There's a lot of parts of like bodies of water where your phone don't get no service. Oh, my God. Unfortunately, my son had heard the story of Titanic and he was like obsessed with it. He can tell you anything about the Titanic. But now he's thinking that this is what's going to happen to us, is that we're going to be iceberg babies floating in the water, dead like the Titanic. And I'm trying to tell him, no, it's not going to happen. Just shut up. Because it's so windy, we can't get off the bank, luckily. And there's like these big ass, like long reed things that are along the entire bank. I think they're called tulies. So I grab some of those as we're passing by them. I grab them and I just hold them. Sure hope my boyfriend saw us and I sure hope he knows that we're in trouble because I don't got a phone. And we out here in the dark, there's little things rustling around in the grass and shit. I'm scared some big ass grouper's gonna come up from under us. You know how big groupers get? Groupers are a big ass fish that could swallow your ass whole. I think that's what happened to Jonah. Anyways. So I'm just we're just sitting there, panicked. Well, I'm not panicked because I don't want my son to panic. I tell my son we're gonna be fine. My son keeps telling me. Let me just get out, mom, and I'll push the boat. I'm like, if you get out of this boat, I'll choke you. Sit still. Be quiet. Let's sing a song or something. We're sitting out here under the stars. Let's sing a little song while we're just waiting. I'm able to get one text out to my boyfriend. SOS, we need help, right? Luckily, my, this was the one day my phone was charged. Thank the Lord. So basically, I just turn the flashlight on on my phone, and I hold it up in the sky, and I'm waving it back and forth, hoping somebody will see us. Cause it's just me and my, I think my son was six at this time now. It's a two year long adventure. All right. We're just hoping, I'm just hoping and praying. Meanwhile, my boyfriend's on the shore. He tries to like get the attention of this fishing game guy who I guess is too busy measuring a fish to fucking help him. And then he's, he's able to, to track down somebody with a boat. Somebody was pulling in with their boat. They were coming to that boat launch. And he's able to tell him, dude, look, my girlfriend and her son, they're out on the water. I need help. Like somebody, I need somebody to come out there and come get them. And these people were so nice. They told him, sure, hop on. Come on, we'll go look for him. And so eventually I see this boat coming around the bend and they're going to save us. Thank God to those people. Angels, man. So me and my son, we hop on the boat. We got to leave our raft there. We grab the tackle, but we got to leave a lot of stuff there, actually, because we're just trying to get on the boat. They were telling us they were running out of gas. They can't just sit still for that long trying to fish us out. So some of that shit just had to stay. We had to say bye to it. By the time we get back to the boat launch, because my, my boyfriend did call 911. He called 911. He's telling them, like, man, look, ugh, this is the situation. So by the time we get back to the boat launch, there's fire trucks there, ambulance there. The fucking Coast Guard is there. There's somebody standing there in a goddamn wetsuit who's about to come swim and fish us out, like, if, if need be. <sighs> so embarrassing. No, sorry, we're fine. I think my hand needs stitches, but that's about it. We're just a little cold. Thanks, emergency services. I appreciate you responders so much. Sorry. Bust line. Just a dumbass mom and her kid. Yeah, so... We haven't tried to get any more boats. And you know what? Other than the hatchery up in Tahoe, where basically the fish just bite at the string, we ain't caught a fish, not yet. So, yeah, that's my story. Row, row, row your nope. Mm. I'm not perfect and I know it.
So whenever you guys hear me bitching about all these other people, oh, you scared me, child. I'm trying to record my podcast. I'm telling them about our boats situation. You want you want to add anything about our boats? Yes. What do you want to add, real quick? About uh the last boat. Uh, well, second to last, second to last boat we had. I'm terrified of boats because second time we went out uh the Grizzly Bear Island. I don't know if you know that. You can Google on Google because okay, whatever. But yeah, we went out there and mom, my Lindsay, May, whatever the hell her name is. Just tell uh, them what you want to say about the boat. She, she made like this drill. This was our third boat. Our second boat blew away, remember? Oh, we're doing our third boat? I have already told them all the story about the boats. I was about to wrap up and you busted in and scared the shit out of me. So what do you want to add about the boat experience? Uh, it was terrifying and I'm never doing it again. That's honest. Told him about how I drilled it. We, basically, it ended with me going to the hospital and getting stitches, and my son permanently scared and traumatized of boats, at least ones that are captained by his mother. But we made it, Jippy. You, the triple boat survivor. Told. We three times luckier than the Titanics. Well, actually, four times, counting Papa's. Right. Oh, and then my dad. Then my dad. No, we're not even going to get into that. But my dad had a boat that ex- like started smoking when we went out. But that's just because he's cheap and bought a cheap one. So, that's the story. Hope y'all enjoyed it. See you next time. Bye. All right, everybody, that about wraps it up for today. We got another one in the books. Thank you again so much for your listening support. I can't tell you how much it means to me. If you ever want to shout me out or come see what else I'm up to when I'm not in your speakers, feel free. I'm on Instagram at Bad Cow Podcast, Facebook on Bad Cow Podcast Show. And if you ever want to reach me directly, you can do so at badcowpodcastshow at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you. See you next time. Bye.